Those Two Jerks is brought to you in part by Maverick Group, Maverick Group Experiential Technology. Need some nerds? Let's build something awesome together. Maverick. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Those Two Jerks, episode 148. I'm your host, the Tom Alexander, and joining me, as always, like a recurring bunion on my big toe, <laughs> the Sussman, Rick Sussman. Hi, Rick. Hi, Tom. You have a much and, better uh, attitude than most bunions I've had, though. Well, uh, you know, I, I do what I can to be um, bunion-esque. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm here to provide you with great many bunionings. Well, I, I mean, I don't... You're, you're slightly annoying and you retain fluid. So, I mean, it's very bunion-esque. I retain fluid like a champ. There, there is nobody who retains fluid like I do. Let me tell you. The Hoover Dam of co-hosts, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the Hoover Dumb. <laughs> you said it, I didn't. You said it. You can't unsaid it. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, we are uh, coming to you on the evening of Monday, July 30th. 2018. So, I like how you had to say that with a little bit of questioning. July 30th? Is that? <laughs> are we, is this, is this, you somebody want to fact check that? How every sentence ends in a question <laughs> and vocal fry and all that stuff. Anyway. um, Yeah, that's right. So if baseball guy is out there listening, wondering why. Hey, you didn't cover all the stuff at the MLB trading deadline. Well, that's because it doesn't happen for like 24 hours. So there. Also, come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, really? I mean, there are like a million other podcasts you can go to for that. <laughs> Some of them actually worth listening to. Yeah, like a small fraction. <laughs> a small fraction. <laughs> anyway, we do have some sports news to get to as though uh and the first story we want to talk about this week is the thing that won't die the nfl national anthem debate no Again. we're still on this we're, we're we're never getting off of it we're like we're it's the gilligan's island of show topics <laughs> we I mean, aren't honestly, leaving if it was only a three-hour tour they probably could have swam back and been okay <laughs> right i don't get it why and why did the howls bring all that luggage for three hours they were thought they were going to the Caymans. I mean, were they, did they have dementia as well as money? I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, that does appear to be a standard in our society. <laughs> well. <laughs> God, I'm dying. If, uh, uh, if King George up there is any indication. <laughs> I still prefer President Haircut, by the yeah, way. That, is, that is one of my favorite things on this planet, I gotta let's, tell you. Anyway. Let's, let's call it. We're at uh, about three minutes into the show, and Rick made a Trump reference. Oh, I thought you were making the King George. I thought that was I thought that was it. Yeah, no, I was. No, it was my fault. Oh, well, then fuck you. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I saw the bus coming, and I needed to do something about it. <laughs> well, I could stand in front of this bus. Hey, Rick, come here for a second. <laughs> you, bent down the, you bent down the tire shoe, and I just figured, eh, just push. That's all. <laughs> You're such an asshole. Really? Easy. All right. Where were we? <laughs> the National Anthem we? debate. The thing that oh, won't that die. And uh, And, of course... We've told you before that the uh, NFL owners and the players union have rescinded the policy that they put in place a couple of months ago so that they can come up with something new. Because, of course, the president tweeted about it again. 
Um, but Jerry Jones, never one to just shut his damn mouth, uh, decided to <laughs> incapable of such yeah, things. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Physically incapable. Um, he was asked about it, and uh, he said, even though it's still being figured out. Uh, I'm trying to get the quote here. Yeah. Oh, come on. This article has no direct quote. Basically, he's saying all their players will stand toe on the line. Um, yeah. Even I like, though the Cowboys I like thinking, voted in favor of the new rule when it was put in place in May, which said I like thinking, you don't though, all that have to stand. He's actually, what he's actually doing in this situation is like uh, that, um, that, that scene from um, uh, uh, Monsters, Inc., where he's telling everyone will stand at the toe on the line, or so help me, so help me, so help me. <laughs> <laughs> Put that thing back where it came from, or so help there me. There you go. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So uh, instead of he basically going against what he voted for in May, which says if you don't want to stand, stay in the locker room. Uh, he's saying no, we're all going to stand. And of well, course, uh, everyone stands. We stand twice. We're <laughs> going to play the national anthem <laughs> yeah, three times. We're going to do it three times. <laughs> The whole that's like Chris says, the whole game is just three hours of the anthem. Jerry Jones is really just getting ahead of you know what everybody else has already figured out. He like absolutely that, is. He absolutely is. And uh, not to be outdone, uh, Jerry's idiot son Jethro, I mean, Steven. Um, <laughs> what is this, NCIS? You're making Jethro reference? <laughs> uh, Jethro basically backed up his dad. Uh, Okay, first of all, no one should be surprised that the Jones family says something like this. Um, Jerry Jones then went on to say, uh, the president is doing them no favors by continually bringing this damn thing up. And oh, no shit. He's known to be friends with the president, by the way. Yeah. He's known to be a friend of President Trump's uh, and a big donor. Um, but he's doing them no favors by continually bringing this up. And he wished he wouldn't talk about it. And doesn't he have more important things to do and the like? Um, and the NFL, because they're still trying to figure the damn thing out, and because everything Jerry Jones said pissed off a lot of players, said, just today, uh, Jerry, shut up. <laughs> Please don't talk about it anymore. Stop talking. Just stop talking. Yeah, just stop talking. Um, how did we find out about this? Well, uh, there was a radio host in Dallas who was supposed to interview Jerry Jones today uh, about this topic. And at the last minute, Cowboys PR said, no, you can't ask him about it. So the host had to cancel the interview. And, of course, he spoke to the world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's something else that is on the reg these days is, hey, um, we're not going to talk about this thing, so please don't bring it up. Okay, we won't bring it up. Person then either tweets or emails or sends out a smoke signal, thus ruining the PR's person one one not so ridiculous request. And yeah. then if you listen closely, to put your ear towards the Dallas area, everyone, you can actually hear this still screaming man yelling at the top of his lungs. Why won't that old coot just listen to me? God damn it. <laughs> well, no, the radio host was the one who told the media that the that he had to cancel the interview and why but uh i do you really think that jerry jones is going to be quiet just because the nfl told him to i don't think jerry jones is going to be quiet because jerry jones told him to 
<laughs> like his brain is screaming. We're not supposed to be talking. And his mouth just moves on its own. It just, just keeps I, going. There, okay, so this is go, I'm going to walk a line here. And feel free to stop me if you feel it's gone too far. <laughs> You're going to trip over it, I'm sure. I, th- plausible. <laughs> there appears to be a growing um, population uh-huh. in, our, in our world uh-huh. of men of a certain age, uh-huh. white men of a certain uh-huh. age, millionaire white men of a certain age, who appear to just have the worst case of diarrhea mouth <laughs> ever known. <laughs> yes. I, I, it this just seems obvious. has been the case for a long time, but it is well, way more prominent now. Right, and I think Jerry Jones has such an issue. Yeah, I, he's look. A, he's old. B, he's yes. white. C, he's yes. from the South. Um, yes. D, he's not used to people not wanting to hear what he has to say because he's rich. And uh, what am I on? Is this D now? <laughs> e, I don't know. Six. Let's go with six. Um, my next bullet. Click the PowerPoint slides. Um, (laughs) He really, really has a strong opinion about this, but because he runs a business and can't afford bad PR, can't say what he really thinks about this. Can he, though? But that's the thing. So instead we get this, this, I don't know, stroke victims mishmash of things he says <laughs> oh, like God, he, that's terrible. his organization votes to do the pr thing but he can't help himself from saying well i really don't agree with that though we we should do this because texas and cowboys and i'm an old white guy from the south and by gum this is how we do right. things around these parts. exactly exactly and you know the troops and all this stuff <laughs> um <laughs> What? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? <laughs> Thin blue line, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> red line. They're the red line. The cops are the blue line. No, I, I know. I'm just adding to the, to yeah. the, yeah, the overall. Right. Yeah. All lives matter. All lives yes, matter. Yes, there we go. Keep, keep it up. What yeah. other what Back other to blue. Back to blue. Platitudes. Platitudes. More platitudes. Profile, more platitudes. Profile pics with black and blue uh, black and blue in mourning symbols. Or a gray American flag with a black and blue stripe I don't think we it. have enough platitudes. But uh, you no, know what? Let's, we need let's so forward. many more. Anyway, um, we don't know what the NFL is going to decide to do about this. We've talked at length on this show about what they should do about it and or what we think they should do about it. And uh, we've also talked at length about how no matter what they do, the president's not going to let this die because it scores him points with his base. And like that kid whose dad bought him the arcade machine for his garage and turned it on to free play. Uh, he still thinks there's a challenge in racking up as many points and extra points as he can. <laughs> if I just keep scoring with the same eight people, right. everything will be right. right. It's like us. If we just keep making content for the same 35 people, it's it'll like grow. 60, all right? You know? Ish. <laughs> I'm Tom Alexander, and by Christ, I won't be happy with anything. I promise. <laughs> We're grateful for every one of those, especially the Russian bots. Oh, hey, those Russian bots can win you a goddamn election. <laughs> not me. Not what win. are you talking about? You're the head of that board, right? <laughs> I'm not the head of anything. I'm not even on it yet. Ah, well, you know, semantics. 
<laughs> All oh. right, I'm done talking about the Cowboys well, and their horse yeah, shit. Okay. I want to talk about other horse shit. <laughs> Wait a second. We got to kind of put a bow on all this. Do we? I don't know. Do we? Here's why we don't. Okay. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Here's why we don't need to do anything about this. Okay. Legitimately. Okay. No matter what it is that we say or do in the next five or 10 minutes, however long we're spending on this article, (laughs) how long you want to spend on this article. Yeah. Okay. It's not going to fucking matter. (laughs) Not a little. Not. So. Whatever it is that we come up with is not going to be an answer because the NFL doesn't want an answer. If they wanted an answer, they had one. They had several. Yeah. <laughs> they've so had several they clearly answers. they clearly aren't interested in actually solving the issue. No. They don't want to solve the issue. They want to try and, you know, eat cake and have it. Well, that's exactly right. They that's the thing. They they want everyone to be happy. And they want the president they want to make the president happy, which to make the president happy, it would be Stand for the anthem or you're cut and banned from the game for life. That's the only thing that would make the president happy. And even then, he probably wouldn't be satisfied. Well, yeah, because it's not about like... He'd want them executed. I don't even think he wants that. I think what he really wants is for this to just continue. Because it's such an easy, duh, kind of moment for everybody. Like, they don't have to succeed in order to win. All they have to do is keep people yammering. Just yep. keep the amoration going. You're absolutely right. They just have to keep getting people angry about it. It doesn't have anything to do with anything. It's just, well, what can we do to make sure that people are still mad about something that actually means less than dick? Like, what can we do about this? And yep. that it, it, it frustrates me. Yeah, I can understand why. Um, it is, it's frustrating because there's a lot more important things going on in our country and our world at large. Um, no matter what happens the tweets will continue and the NFL, yes. that's the only thing the NFL really wants out of this is to make them stop. They would <laughs> rather just the tweets stop and the attention go away. And then they go back to doing whatever it is they did before, because well, there's a, once the tweet there, started was when the protests got worse and there is a way they started, you know, stepping all over their dick. There is a way to make the tweets stop Tom. Oh, is there? Yeah, you got to go back to like 1938 or 19. No, I'm sorry, not 38. No, no, like 1975 or something like that. I can't remember the exact date. It's whenever Trump was basically told to get the fuck out of here with your oh, stupid in the 80s. Super- there in the you 80s. go, the 80s. Yeah, yeah that one. <laughs> yeah, when he wanted to buy a team. And then yeah, in the and 2000s, they, they told when he to wanted to buy off. a team. Yeah. Yeah. And they, and they told him to go piss off. And, and if you could go back in time and, uh, and not tell then just regular uh, business, legitimate businessman Donald Trump <laughs> to piss off, then the NFL isn't in the situation that they're in right now. Well, that's true. If only Roger Goodell had a time machine. Yeah. Yeah. You know who but, could use a know? time machine, Tom? <laughs> who could use a time machine, Rick? Rob Manfred. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think a time machine helps Rob Manfred at all. I think a time machine would be great for Rob Manfred. Why is that? Because all you got to do is stay open. And the best time to just stay open was like 35 years ago. So, you could just go back and what? Like try and take over after, uh, after Bar Giamatti died? Like, is that... <laughs> sure, why not? Seems legitimate. Yeah, let's do that. Get what rid of the whole, the whole Faye Vincent, Bud Selig era. Let's do that. Well, nobody likes to talk about Bud Selig anyway. So yeah, what's it matter? <laughs> Bud Selig, who, who still owned the team while he was the commissioner of the league. And because nobody he was, seemed to more, nobody because seemed he was only this. acting commissioner. And then after <laughs> he was acting commissioner for almost a decade, humbly, humbly accepted 
the chancellorship of the Galactic Republic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bud Seelig is the, yeah. a great change. Exactly. Exactly. Bud Seelig is the Chancellor Palpatine of professional sports in America. Okay. <laughs> you can quote me on that. Oh. Anyway. No, that's not what we're talking about. But baseball needs help. And a bunch of guys this weekend got into the Hall of Fame, and that's not going to do it any good. <laughs> that's not what people care about. No, it isn't. Most of the new fans that they want to get haven't heard of any of these guys. <laughs> but we've heard of them. So yeah. Rick's met one of them. So we're going to run down. We're going to run down the list and, and talk about the, uh, the Hall of Fame induction that was just this past weekend. Um, the two guys from the uh, Modern Era Committee, which is what used to be called the Veterans Committee, yeah. uh, that got in are pitcher Jack Morris and shortstop Alan Trammell. Uh, if you watched baseball in the 80s, you know them from the 84 Tigers World Series team. Uh, and, uh, you know, Trammell, Trammell had the unfortunate uh, lot in life of being uh, the same age as Cal Ripken. <laughs> so he was the second best shortstop in the American League that whole time. So uh that's the reason why a lot of writers think that he didn't get in uh that the writers didn't vote him in was because they forgot how good he was because of Cal Ripken. Hey Jim Kelly, I got great news and I got terrible <laughs> news. Yeah, exactly. Well, Jim Kelly, lots of terrible news. <laughs> and, then some, and then some great news. And then some terrible news, and then some great news, and then some <laughs> terrible news, and I then, mean, then we be... think some great news again. But no, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be up and down, Jim. A lot, like just... <laughs> you know what, you know what, just take the good with the bad. Enjoy the well, ride. That's the yeah. best we can do. Enjoy the ride. Just buckle your seatbelt and uh, lift your arms up when you go down the hills, and uh, <laughs> hold on going up the hills. And have and you ever fun. heard of a guy? <laughs> Less deserving of the amount of shit sandwiches no, that a person has no, had. No, I don't. Eat. I don't think so. That that guy <laughs> has had to eat quite a lot of shit sandwiches in his life. <laughs> oh, good lord! We could do a whole show on on just just Jim Kelly as the modern day Job. <laughs> <laughs> he really is that poor schmuck. <laughs> Jim, you're gonna have the most dominant team in the AFC's history. Bad news, you're not going to win one Super Bowl. Yeah, you're going to go to four Super Bowls. Wow, that's great. Yeah, you're going to lose all of them. <laughs> Wait, not in a row, right? Well... Yeah, no. <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> the last two won't make me laughing right. stocks of the entire <laughs> NFL, will they? You're going to get drafted Shit. in the first round of the NFL draft. That's awesome. But it's Buffalo. Oh. <laughs> Dan Marino is going to be part of your drafts, too. Yeah, yeah and oh, John man. Elway. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but don't worry. You're going to go play in the USFL for a minute. Because that's a league that's going to be around a long time. <laughs> You're going to do fine. Oh, and then all the off-the-field stuff that poor guy's had to deal with. Oh, my God. His family. Oh, his, Yeah, and his own his, health now. His like... own health, yes. His son. Oh, my God. Just What did he do? I don't like, was know. that Hitler? Did, did we... Did we... <laughs> It's the reincarnation of Hitler. Like, what did he do? I mean, that would be punishment for Hitler to make him live in Buffalo. <laughs> I don't think so. He'd be surrounded by all the white people. 
<laughs> oh, that's true. It's a good point. It's a good point. <sighs> anyway, anyway we where the hell were we? I don't know. <laughs> no, oh, oh Alan Trammell. Alan Trammell in the Baseball <laughs> Hall of Fame. So he didn't get in on his writer's ballot. Uh, he's in now thanks to the the uh, the Modern Era Committee, which I don't know who's on that. I don't, it's like the Watchers from Marvel Comics, maybe? Oh, know. come on. It's like Uatu and three eighty-year-old guys. Yeah, no, we all we all who know saw Babe Ruth play. That, listen to you. Just listen to you. Anyway, uh, and Jack Morris, who um, a lot of statisticians really didn't want in the Hall of Fame, he's in now. He is the highest ERA of any pitcher in the Hall of Fame, like oh. o- almost five. Oh. Um, but uh, like I, the numbers I, you know don't no, bear stop, it out. But he was pause, the best pitcher pause. of his time. That you know, one pause. of the best of his time. Pause. Okay, go ahead. Pause. Gaylord Perry. What about Gaylord Perry? Why is he in the Hall of Fame, Tom? Uh, mustache? I don't know. He cheated a lot. <laughs> Both? Why? He, he was he was well known for his cheaterade. Yeah, the spitball. I mean, he, used, he wasn't he the one that said, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying? Great. Great. Yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, all right. Just pointing that out. <laughs> Anger, anger yeah, but, but he won over 300 games and he struck out 3,500 guys. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't. Uh, he, struck, God damn it. All right, move on. He was not ejected for throwing a spitball or doctoring the baseball until 20 years into his career. What a champion. His 21st season in the majors was the first time he got thrown out for doctoring the ball. What a what a what he, an absolute champion. 8 years before that, he wrote a memoir titled Me and the Spitter. Like he was known for this well beforehand but never got tossed. Anyway, we we digress yet again. Um <laughs> so Jack Morris was one of the best pitchers of his era, so he's in and then you get to the guys who actually were elected to the Hall of Fame. Uh, the, I don't want to say the right way, but the way uh, <laughs> the way Ford Frick intended. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, the guy Rick's met before, Vladimir Guerrero. Yes. Uh, outfielder for the uh, Expos and later the Angels and Texas Rangers. Um, he's in. Uh, he played. He came up when we were in high school. Uh, yep. You know, get, came to the majors when we were in high school. Played in obscurity for several years in Montreal, where he was one of the best players in the game, but also the most fun to watch. And then signed that big contract with the Angels, uh, where he still didn't really become a superstar. Well, he was known flat- as the new baseball. Like if you watched baseball, you knew who he was and you respected him. But outside of that. Not so much. Vlad Vlad had a a problem, which is he never saw a pitch he didn't like. That is a problem. It is a problem. But he also Vlad, uh, never quite learned English, which didn't help him with the media. Well, fine, but it it didn't is, hurt him when I. It was his choice. Like that was that had to do with his notoriety. Like no, more so than anything. You're basically what you're what you're getting at is the reason why he's not a bigger name is he wasn't big in the media. Yeah, they didn't. He wasn't marketed like he played. He played in Montreal to start with, so that was at the time no one was going to those games. That's why they moved the team to Washington, and 
It was Canada. Like, people in America gen generally ignored them because, they A, they were bad, and, B, no one watched them. Uh, Except so that 94 team. a great team. player on a yeah. terrible team. Uh, and and he didn't speak English, so the English-speaking press kind of left him alone, and he was known for being a shy person also. Yeah. So that nice was guy. why, like, when he was a free agent and he signed that big deal with the Angels, there was, you know, the Yankees had a need, and everyone was like, oh, he's going to go to the Yankees. The Yankees are going to give him tons of money, and everyone who really knew him was like, he's not going to the Yankees. There's no way. He can't, he wouldn't want to deal with all of the stuff that comes with being a Yankee. The attention and, and all that stuff. So Vlad wasn't as well known. And you're right, Rick. He never saw a pitch he didn't like, but he would get to everything he could get the bat on and he'd hit it hard no matter what. Yeah. Uh, interesting statistic about Vladimir Guerrero. He's one of only nine players who hit 315 for his career and slugged 550. Seven of the other eight guys are also in the Hall of Fame. The other one's still playing and will be in the Hall of Fame, Miguel Cabrera. So for all God, of the Miguel free Cabrera swinging, still playing. Jesus. yeah, you know, right? So for all of the free swinging Vlad did in his career, uh, he still hit 315 and nearly 500 home runs, well, 450, 450 home runs. So like the his numbers don't even jump out at you, but when you talk about his era, he was one of the best in the game. He only got in. It's only the second ballot. And he's in. Uh, but again, he, they're voted on by baseball writers who are obsessed with, you guessed it, baseball. <laughs> then uh, who else? Jim Tomey, the, uh, the Indians, Phillies, and White Sox first baseman who's got uh, over 500 home runs. And uh, Twirl. did it clean. Uh, sure. Because he was a ginormous guy yeah. who was really strong. Um, also known as one of the nicer guys in the game. Uh, he was never a guy, like, when I saw him playing, I was like, that's a Hall of Famer. You know, there are well, some yeah, guys no. when you watch them play, you're like, I'm watching a Hall of Famer play right now. Like, some guys just look like that. You just kind of know. He was never that guy, but he stuck around long enough, uh, and he, you know, was consistently good for a long time uh, that, you know, he put up the numbers and, and got in, and it helps that he was doing it clean in an era where a lot of guys weren't. And so it's almost a vote for Jim Tomey was like a vote against Barry Bonds when Jim Tomey yeah. became eligible. That'll, that'll teach Mark McGuire and Sammy exactly. Sosa a lesson. Exactly. Um, Chipper Jones, the Atlanta Braves, third baseman, left fielder, third baseman. Um, glass of milk. Glass of milk. <laughs> a glass of warm milk sits on the windowsill, slowly getting warmer as the night goes on. I call it Chipper Jones. <laughs> So uh, Chipper Jones from uh, from our neck of the woods. He's from Central Florida. Yeah. And uh, what what I find most hilarious about this is that you texted me about him the other day, Rick. Yeah, yeah sure did. What what did you say? Tell everyone what you said. I I I said basically that he's a glass of water. Like Chipper Jones is not a Hall of Famer. Yes, I understand his numbers are Hall of Fame worthy, but also it's Chipper. Jo his name's Larry. First of all, his name's Larry. So let's just, <laughs> enough of this. One, Larry does not deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Just, no, just, stop where you are. Alert whoever you need to alert. Larry, no, I'm sorry, dude. That is not happening. Next on the agenda, <laughs> did I mention his name was not Larry? It was Chipper. <laughs> uh, Jesus. I, 
Where do I? How? How? So, all how right. much? Let me let me translate uh, Ricky's into uh, layperson. And Chipper Jones played for the Atlanta Braves, who were really good for many years, and they played in the same division as the New York Mets, who Rick roots for. And Chipper Jones specifically killed the Mets every time he played them. So <laughs> much so not... that he named one of his children Shea after Shea Stadium because he hit so well there. That's not a joke. He's a glass of milk. <laughs> he is not to be given any love or shown any respect. He's a glass of milk who has more RBIs than any third baseman who ever played the game. Oh, good congratulations. And the only you... switch hitter to hit 300 as a lifetime average and get at least 400 homers. Oh, wow. You really succeeded. At... You found a niche. Way to go. <laughs> Larry. <laughs> I dare you. I dare you to find a Larry that matters. Um. Eh? See? Larry Fine from the Three Stooges? Man, that's mean. Go right to the Stooges. I was hoping you would go with like Larry Walker. Larry Walker's like... not in the Hall of Fame either. Yeah, I don't think I'm not pissed about that either. <laughs> Yeah, there are a lot of people who say he deserves to be. I'm on the fence about God, that. Goddamn right, you deserve. You know why? You, you know why you're on the fence? Because you're a son of a bitch. Wow. wow. Yeah, that might have been too far. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, and uh, Trevor Hoffman, the relief pitcher hey, for the San Diego I didn't know Padres. Trevor got in. Trevor Hoffman got in this year. He was the. Uh, he's got the second most saves of uh, all time. Uh, dominant closer, so dominant that the National League named its reliever of the year award after him. Um, the only drawback and the reason why he's not a household name is because he played at the same time as a guy named Mariano Rivera. <laughs> this was the Hall of Fame of everybody else. Yeah, it was. It was. Well, because next year, next year, Mariano Rivera is eligible for the Hall of Fame for the first time <laughs> and he will get in and it'll be Mariano Rivera and everybody else. Whoever gets in next year. Um, well, OK, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is this is the point that so. God, this I, even like I'm formulating my thought here and I'm I'm recognizing how stupid this is. Whatever. <laughs> um, Chipper Jones oh, is not a first ballot Hall of Fame. Oh, don't even start this. We've had this, this is discussion. my point. We've had this stupid discussion before. Mariano Rivera is a first ballot Hall don't of Fame. He, he, he is the hammer of God. Chipper I, Jones uh, is not. First ballot Hall of Famer. Can we he stop with this first none. ballot nonsense? It, like, you know what? This I is the reason to... why Ken Griffey Jr. wasn't a unanimous selection of the Hall of Fame. That this is was the just reason, bullshit. This is the reason why Mariano Rivera will not be a unanimous selection to the Hall of Fame next year. It's the reason Chipper why Jones. Chipper Jones was not a unanimous selection to the Hall of Fame. It's ridiculous. You either belong in the Hall or you don't belong in the Hall. It's there aren't degrees of being a Hall of Famer. You're, you're, it's not first ballot Hall of Famers and then everybody else. That's ridiculous. It's it's stupid. It's something made up by old men who wanted to penalize guys who didn't want to give them interviews when they were, you know, mobile and writing for newspapers instead of smoking cigars and whining about guys who played 40 years ago. They played the game right, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, they played it like indentured servants for little money, no insurance, and had to wait tables in the offseason. 
when and then the game they come, was and great. then they come beg me. They come beg me for fifteen lines in my next newsprint. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. how come these kids don't read newspapers no more? Right. <laughs> Nobody reads anymore. Yeah, what is this? <laughs> Grover Cleveland Alexander was the best pitcher I ever saw. <laughs> I bet if you gave him enough time, Raleigh <laughs> Fingers could still knock out at least three of the four guys that he faces. <laughs> God. Did I ever tell you my Hank Greenberg story? I have a <laughs> Hank Greenberg story. Why do you have a Hank Greenberg story, Grandpa? Anyone who's anyone has a Hank Greenberg story. You don't understand because you're not a, you're just a kid. You're just a dumb kid. But Hank Greenberg, he could spit and be worth a hundred million dollars. That's what Hank Greenberg. <laughs> I went to Hebrew school with Mordecai Three Finger Brown. <laughs> but Grandpa, Mordecai Brown wasn't Jewish. His name's Mordecai. Of course he is. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Why would he not be Jewish? You they were, they were the Brownsteins. They got shortened at Ellis Island. <laughs> now get me another cigar that's comically <laughs> oversized. Go down to the corner and get an egg cream for me, please. <laughs> Grandpa, no one makes egg creams anymore. Just go. <laughs> and here's a what dime. Is... Get yourself a comic book. <laughs> How do we know anyone listening recognizes an egg cream reference? <laughs> ah, I'm sure there's somebody. <laughs> there is no one. There is literally no one. Hey, you did. I'm older than dirt, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> And twice as worthless. That's true. Rick is seventy-four years old. Thank you, thank you. I'm older than my father. I'm old. My my son, my father's so young. I'm older than him. <laughs> See if you get that reference. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, um, yes. all right. Well, let's look. We talked about next year's hall. Okay, so you have an argument against Chipper Jones in that you don't like him. You don't know that that's my exact reasoning. I'm pretty sure it's your exact reasoning. <laughs> really close it begins, <laughs> it begins and ends there it's really it's pretty close it's pretty close it's, it's pretty, pretty close. close um but uh but otherwise it looks all these guys i i would say are deserving there's no uh weird one among them unless you're crazy stat head and then you don't like jack morris i guess eh whatever but next year is the beginning of some interesting years because we'll start to have another wave of, of guys become eligible who played when we were kids. Yeah. So next year, of course, Mariano Rivera, first year of eligibility, he's got to be a lock, right? There, well, yeah, he just won't be a unanimous because nobody's no. unanimous. No, nobody. No one's ever been unanimous. Not even Babe Ruth. Anyway. Be more of a womanizer. Maybe you'll get unanimous. <laughs> it looks like uh, Edgar Martinez... Uh, might get enough votes next year to push him in. <laughs> Edgar Martinez. What is so funny about Edgar Martinez? It's Edgar Martinez. I he have was an a issue. crappier Bernie Williams. I have actually his numbers are better than Bernie's, but oh, I, my issue with Edgar Martinez is that he was DH. Okay, and I don't think I don't I'm not one to say like DHs shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, but if your only job is to hit 
then you're you should be really really good at hitting to get in the hall of fame like <laughs> better than almost everybody who's ever done it because that's all you have to worry about and his numbers aren't even as good as some guys who played you know positions so that's the issue i have but it looks like he'll get in um maybe mike messina um I, roy people are saying roy halliday might get in next year he does not have the career numbers but because okay, you know, well, he's dead now you know what this is this is the this is the end of this story though you're yeah. you're saying guys like you know mike messina who admitted to doing steroids no mike messina never admitted he never did who did anything. somebody did andy somebody, pettit no andy pettit Who's Andy eligible uh, next sorry, year? Sorry, those guys are interchangeable. Andy Pettit um, did HGH, and yeah, I don't no, think I don't really think he belongs either. Yeah, but like I said, those two guys are are literally interchangeable. It's fine. <laughs> um, not, but okay. Can we? Are we? Are we just going to keep Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire and Roger Clemens and you know, I guess Raphael Palmero and all, are we just, Palmero's uh, off the ballot. He never got, I know, I know, but he can around. still get in on the grandfather clause later. Yeah. Not for but a are while. We just, are we just going to do this? Is this, is this it? We're just going to keep these guys buried forever. And we're just going to pretend that they weren't important members. And, and is this the plan? Here, here's what I think is going to happen. I think Bonds and Clemens will get in in their very last year of eligibility because, and that'll be like punishment. That's, that'll be their sentence. And once those guys get in, it's going to give the modern era committee an excuse to let some of the other guys in later uh, who got caught up in it. Like McGuire. I don't know about Sosa. I don't think, I don't think Sosa ever gets in uh, because he still denies ever doing anything. And, he didn't start really hitting home runs like like that until it was assumed he had started juicing. Like McGuire was a great player before he hit the juice. Bonds was a great player before he hit the juice. Uh, Clemens, same thing. Like those guys, you looked at them and you were like, those guys are going to the Hall of Fame. And then <clears throat> they became gods. Um, Sosa, not so much. Palmero was one of those weird ones because Palmero never looked like like no one thought he was juicing like everyone bought it when he said under oath mind you that he never did anything and then lo and behold the same year he tested positive for doing something and still denies it to this very day but he was one of those guys where you were like yeah he's been played at a really high level for a long time like he got he's in a rare club to have 3,000 hits and 500 home runs there's only like a handful of guys that have ever done that Hey, quick question. What happened to Juan Gonzalez? Time? No, no, I mean, like, is, is he getting in? No, he's no, no. nowhere close. He had too many injuries. Ah, okay. It, it, when we're, we're mentioning Palmero and, you know, how many... It, like, there was a time where Juan Gonzalez almost had the RBI, like, single-season RBI record, so... Yeah, I mean, he had a lot of really great years, and then uh, once he left Texas and signed that big deal with Detroit... Uh, he had a lot of injuries. Well, it's colder up there. <laughs> okay, we'll go with that, I suppose. But uh, okay, so, so what you're getting at? Sorry to derail the conversation. So what you're getting at is once these guys serve their mythical mythical sentence 
then they will be allowed into a mythical place that doesn't really exist except for stats. Well, it's and you're an denying... actual place. It's a well, physical... Okay. I've been there. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Wrong choice of words. <laughs> a place that doesn't matter except for stats, and you're yeah. denying yeah. stats. Yeah, basically, yeah, because there are people who deny the legitimacy of the, some of those stats. The problem is... You can't pinpoint exactly, like, we think we can pinpoint exactly when they started doing the juice because their bodies changed, but we don't know that for certain because there was no and, testing. And it wasn't against the rules of the game at the time. It was illegal you, against the yes. law, but it was not against the rules of baseball. So Let me ask you. How you possibly can keep, like, to me, it's like they either all get in or they all get kept out for good. Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. If Barry Bonds comes out tomorrow, with a book, you know, if I did it, this is how I, (laughs) okay. Or something of that nature. Sure. Um, but he basically just comes clean. Like, yeah, I, I I was juicing. Everyone was juicing. I don't see what the big deal is. Yes. I know it's not, you know, technically it's cheating, but baseball is cheating. So if he does that, would you look at him and say, I accept your Mia culpa. Come on in. I, I already think he should be in. So, but, but, so I, I, it wouldn't change my mind. I think he belongs in the Hall of Fame. I because think. I, I was on this show, I was vehemently against it. Yeah. But I know. I've softened to that for a while now. Yeah. And it's I, funny I, how I, time does that. It really is. And, and, you know, I love that we have some of these episodes that we can go back to and, and say, you know, Rick, uh, this is how you felt about that then. And it's true. But also, I, 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 I don't think I have any more hate left in me for a guy who is just trying to be the best version of himself allowed in a sport that kind of is silly. Like, I don't, I don't think I have any more way to hate this guy. Yeah, I'm kind, I'm kind of, I mean, look, yeah, okay, he probably did it. He's also got, he also hit more home runs than anyone ever did. Ever, 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 ever. You know in what? a single year and for his career. And and we the fans we got we got ours on him we all we all won because if you don't remember if you don't know um, the ball that he used that was used to hit that uh, that six fifteen or what I think that's what it was six fifteen no seven fifty pardon me seven fifty six pardon me pardon me way off got uh, it, it has a permanent tattoo on it of an asterisk. <laughs> Yeah, it does. Before it got brought to the Hall of, to Hall of Fame and is in Cooperstown. Yeah, and from what I understand... Well, from what I understand, even the plaques about the home run record in the Hall of Fame, there's a big one for Babe Ruth and a big one for Hank Aaron, a little one off to the side for Barry Bonds, who's got more home runs than both of those guys. Like, uh, so like, We that, get it, okay? Yeah. We get it. But... I just... How much more do you need? How much more blood do you need? I mean, look like, at Let it the guy way. have his goddamn even before, Even before... Before he got close to, he became Gorilla Barry Bonds, where he was inhuman and intentionally walked. Like he, no, like he was the hundred pound, eight hundred pound gorilla of baseball. Like you couldn't, he was the most feared hitter in the game for yes. four years. Like you couldn't, it, it, if it was a strike, it was going over the fence, and otherwise you walked him. Yeah, I mean, they people were, walked him with the bases man, loaded. Exactly because they would rather give up one walk in one run than give up four by pitching to him. That's ridiculous. That's never happened to anybody ever. No. And even before that, 
He was the only guy to have 400 stolen bases and 400 career home runs. That's amazing. (laughs) That's amazing. And that was before it looked like he was juicing. How does that guy not belong in the Hall of Fame? Because I got to be right about something. Because because the game that the game that used to mean the most to the world of sports means so little no, now. American sports. Uh, sorry, American sports, of yeah. course. Yeah, because old guy needs something to cling to, and yeah, you know, it, it, Ty Cobb was a racist, but he didn't do juice, so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah like, easy, easy, big fella. <laughs> like, he gets in. <laughs> Not only does he get in, but nobody's taking these guys out. Like, we live in a world where you look around at, at things, you're like, oh, well, that we shouldn't be celebrating that. We shouldn't be celebrating this. We shouldn't be celebrating that. But nobody's going to Major League Baseball and being like, this guy was probably in the clan. And everyone's <laughs> well, just cool we with this? No one said that at all about Ty Cobb. No, no, not Ty Cobb. There are guys oh, who are in there. There are guys. Okay, okay. As long as we clarify that. No, I'm not. I'm I don't, not I don't need that old. I don't need that guy's ghost spiking me in the middle of the night. Okay. Oh yeah, no, because his ghost is the one we all need to worry about, especially on this show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the other people we've offended are still alive. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> uh, yeah. I, no. if, and for the record, Pete Rose, I think, belongs in the Hall of Fame too. I'm still, uh, jury's still out on that one because he was a dick to me. Okay, and that's fair. And, and you know, but it's not the hall of nice guys. <laughs> as we just talked about. It's the hall of people who should have been nice to Rick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vladimir Guerrero played video games with you, so he's a first ballot Stone Cold lock for the Hall of 100% <laughs> should have gotten. <laughs> but Pete Rhodes was not nice to you, so he, he should never get in ever. Man's a bastard. He deserves to die in the gutter. So it should be noted: uh, Clemens uh, and Barry Bonds would be third and fourth uh, vote getters this year. So they head into uh, they head into next year, or no, they're the third and fourth highest remaining on the ballot for next year now, in terms of what they got this year. So you need seventy five percent to get in. They got each got around fifty seven. They've got uh, three more years. Three more ballots before they uh, fall off of it. So, Tom, you uh, you mentioned uh, guys who we talk about who aren't dead. Uh huh. Yeah. You want to talk about <laughs> some guys who are? Yeah, might as well. Yeah, we had some sad <laughs> wrestling news over the weekend. There was a time, very recent time, where a wrestler dropped dead pretty much every week. There was. I remember that time. It was not all that long ago. No, no, and. Thankfully and fortunately, that time has seemingly passed where uh, most of those wrestlers are no longer just <laughs> dropping dead. Um, and that's good. Uh, unfortunately, um, there is only one undefeated champion. Who is that, Tom? Um, oh, man, it's not Floyd Mayweather. Uh, <laughs> uh, is it Daniel Cormier? No. No. <laughs> No. Is it Bones Jones? No, no. No, no. Father Time? Father Time. Father Time. So eventually we all succumb. And in sad but not unexpected news, uh, former professional wrestling legend um, in the 80s, 90s, and even in the early 2000s uh, still, uh, Nikolai Volkov uh, passed away. 
Um, I believe he was in his 60s. I'm he was trying to 70. get 70. There we go. Yeah. So 70 is not a yeah, it passes away at 70. 70 is not an old age by any stretch of the imagination these days, but it is a life for most would admit well lived. Yeah, I mean, he was my my the biggest memory I have of Nikolai Volkov is I had his rubber LJN wrestling figure in the 80s oh, yeah. when I was a kid that came in the two pack, the tag team two pack with the Iron Sheik. Yep, my brother and I had had Nikolai and the Iron Sheik. They were like a really cool at the time bad guy tag team in the WWF because uh, Nikolai being from the Soviet Union and the Sheik being from Iran. <laughs> it was, you know, like a huge, you know, oh, they're enemies of America in the 80s. And then Hogan would come out and beat them all exactly. up. Exactly. Super happy. Super, super happy. Um, also, yesterday, roughly around the same time that we found out about the death of Nikolai, um, we found out about a much more tragic death. Yeah. Um, uh, that no one, I guess, saw coming, but I, I suppose we could have read the tea leaves that he was not in good shape. Uh, Brian Christopher, better known as Brian Lawler. Yes. Jerry Lawler's son, uh, had his best run in the WWE in the attitude Error as grand master sex, a part of too cool, um, who were well known for being, uh, a, a comedy team with a big fat guy. Um, he, uh, he, he killed himself. He hung himself. Yeah. Uh, he was in, in, in and jail. out of jail and yeah. not doing well. Yeah, he'd been reason most recently arrested for uh, suspicion of DUI, hanged himself in jail and was in the hospital uh, and passed away hours later. Um, shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there he was only forty. Forty-six. Oh, forty-six. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. But still, it's forty, forty-six. What is it? Yeah, that's not that much older than you and I. And uh, literally one decade. That is it. One ten-year run. And um. Like that's, you know, this this is the same guy. The guys like Test and um, to a lesser extent, uh, um, Road Warrior uh, Hawk. That generation of wrestler that he was a part of were known for kind of being maybe a little out of hand. Um, but that was the world they lived in, and you know, his his dad was Jerry Lawler, one of the all time greats, who. I mean, I don't, I guess, I guess he just never could quite get out from underneath his father's shadow. It's tough, and, man. When you're wrestling yeah. in the South and, and you're Jerry Lawler's kid, I mean, that's, you know, it's like if Nick Hogan joined the WWE, like, yeah, you, there's no way you're ever getting out from under that. Ever. I mean, some, some second generation wrestlers like Randy Orton, um, they, they can, they can do much better. They can get out well, from yeah, underneath I mean, it. But... Yeah. Randy Orton is arguably a bigger star than his old man was. Sure, sure. But for for Brian, he he just showed up at the wrong time with the wrong look and the wrong gimmick for it to work when it was supposed to work. And it and it just didn't. And, you know. It's sad. It's sad. You know, when any when anyone, an athlete, a person, whomever succumbs to suicide for any reason. It's generally usually really sad, and this is no different. I don't have a lot to say on it because, no. quite frankly, it's it's depressing. No, but it's um, news, and and it's you know something we you know we talk about wrestling from time to time. Um, yes, and you know this Nikolai was a big name, like somebody I remember. Generally, if it's mm. somebody I remember in wrestling, they were a huge person because I'm not a big wrestling person. 
So if I know your name, you're a star. That's pretty much how it works. Um, and then, you know, Brian was just so young. Um, it was kind of a shock. And then, of course, his, you know, lineage being the son of the king, uh, mm -hmm. you know, it makes it noteworthy. Um, but yeah, it is really sad. His life took kind of a tragic turn the last few years. And, uh, you know, it looks like suicide. There are people who are saying, well, he wasn't suicidal in those last few days, but we're saying that about Aaron Hernandez too. And we really don't know. We'll never know what really happened. Well, I mean, there's, there's, there's a core group of professional wrestling fans who will never admit that any of their heroes are fallible in any stretch. Well, there are sure. still people. There are still people to this day who believe that um, Chris Benoit didn't actually kill his family. So, what? oh yeah, no, no, no. There's, there's, there's a lot of people out there who true, truly, truly believe that Benoit was uh, set up and that he didn't actually kill anybody. And for what yeah. reason? <sighs> Why do I not want to go down this rabbit hole? Um. You can go down this rabbit <laughs> hole, but you're not going to be happy with the overall results. Well, am I ever really? Probably not. So ultimately, people are, say that that he was killed by Kevin Sullivan, who is the ex-husband of Chris Benoit's now obviously dead wife, and that mm. Kevin Sullivan killed him because Kevin Sullivan believes in Satanism, and Satanism is all about getting vengeance on those who have wronged you. Mm -hmm. It goes on. It goes and on, then and framed, on and on and on. And then set it up to look like a murder-suicide? Yeah. Right. And, oh, wow. I yeah, mean, I don't uh, want to go down this rabbit like, hole. Like, it, like I was there saying, There are some lapses so, in logic here. There, it's so much easier to just believe that your heroes are your heroes, though. Is it? It's because it, it's, it's taking some serious it? mental gymnastics to... When uh, has that ever stopped anyone? Well, that's the thing, though. That it, that's that. This is the problem with with conspiracy theories of any kind. Is that it's a it's not it's not easy mentally to believe a conspiracy theory uh, over what the evidence shows you, <laughs> because it takes a lot of actively ignoring certain things in reality, and um stretching uh the truth and logic in your own mind to get there like i mean you're explaining it to me in brief and i'm like uh no pretty sure it's a lot easier to just say this was a murder suicide and that's it um but yeah i guess if you love that guy enough right emotionally you can't deal with what happened so you make up this i don't understand that one but um, well, and you know, the, the, it's not for us to understand. Evidently not. Everyone's road is their own. <laughs> Every rose has its thorn. <laughs> oh, oh no! Don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't. All right, let's All right, move on. Geek stuff, nerd stuff, and uh, Comic Con's over, Rick. So we're kind of in the dead period for geek news. <laughs> Because it's not it, a year did, did for anything, D23, I don't think. So Did anything happen? Is there anything going on? <laughs> no, it's all done. Everybody shot their wad at Comic-Con. And if you missed our uber-long episode last week covering all of that stuff, uh, you should go check it out. Because uh, we're not going back. If you've got a long <laughs> commute or something. <laughs> um, 
But no, so we've had, uh, I wouldn't say it's a dearth of geek news because there have been some developments like uh, the shareholders at Disney and Fox approved the deal of Disney buying 21st Century Fox. Now it's just up to the government to sign off on it and then uh, then it's done. So they're thinking that that could happen sometime next year. And then I'm sure shortly after that, Marvel will announce when the Fantastic Four movie is coming out. <laughs> Because I'm sure they're dying, uh, dying to do something with Fantastic Four. Um, and the X-Men situation is a lot more murky. <laughs> so, so let me ask you a very important question. Yes, please. Where, uh, where are we in the, <laughs> in the Disney Infinity Gauntlet here? Um, let's see. They've got Marvel. Marvel. They've got Lucasfilm. Yep. They've got uh, Fox. Yep. So that's three. Um, what else? I mean, they've owned they've owned like ABC, ESPN for a long, long time now. So I don't. Know so, but but ABC counts. Table. I don't All know right. about ESPN. Well, but ABC counts. Yeah, I mean, I would say ESPN counts in that like it's like and the, still and the, the entertainment side of things. In entertainment, no. Okay. So ABC. Um, okay. And then there's like the ABC networks, like Freeform, and I'm sure there are others that I'm forgetting. So I'm just I'm just wondering, are like, are we to the Soul Stone now? Is there only one maybe. bridge left? Yeah, I think I think they have to throw Zoe Saldana off a cliff, and then they own and then, DC Comics. I don't know how it works. And then they own DC Comics. There it is. <laughs> see, see, in the rundown, you thought this was going to be stupid, but I no, made it no. look why. It is stupid, but it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm positive it's stupid. <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind. Now, now let me let me be serious. Like honestly, yeah. Um, now that they own, well, as long as the government says it's okay, and I never thought I'd be on the side of any. Well, anyway, um, now that now that they own essentially, uh, Marvel, Fox, all things, mm-hmm. and <laughs> what else is left? Well, outside. I mean, do you go by Dark Horse because you just went and got Conan back? I don't know. I mean, here's they still don't have all the Marvel IP under their roof because Sony still has all well, the Spider Man yeah. characters. Sort of. Sort but of. Yeah, I, I but hear yeah. You. I hear so you. there's that. Um, you know, they've still like Warner Brothers still has not just DC Comics, but they've got Harry Potter. Um, you know, Paramount and CBS still have Star Trek. There's still like huge IP franchises out there that are not owned by Disney. There just aren't that many of them. Um, and in fact, in buying Fox, Disney not only got back, you know, the Marvel characters that Fox has, but they got Avatar, which is already in their parks, but now they own it. Um, instead of, Oh, I didn't even think of that side of things. Yeah. Like they now own the Avatar franchise. Yeah. And, and like you said, it's already in their, I I wonder if that may have played a part then. I don't know. Probably it's possible. You know, it's entirely possible. You know, and then there's, you know, there's the universal stuff. I mean, there, there's plenty of, of IP that's not theirs, but um, some of the most recognizable IP on the planet right now is owned by the Disney company. For better or for worse. And um, I, we've already been over this like six times, but this is bad, everybody. In case you were wondering, if you're still on the fence... This is actually bad. Yeah, as excited as you may be about seeing Wolverine in an Avengers movie um, and, you know, Deadpool poking fun at Spider-Man or something. Um, yeah, it ain't great. This is, yeah, this is bad. 
the, it, it, you might think it's not bad, but you would be mistaken. This is actually this is actually very bad. Um, I don't know how else to explain it other than just explaining that yeah, that this is bad news, and you shouldn't be happy about. Yeah, this. I mean, anytime you have one particular voice spinning out most of the, even if it's entertainment, it's such a huge part of our popular culture, and it's so influential. Um, it's dangerous, no matter what, no matter what their stances on things or their opinion. Anytime it's only one opinion or mostly one opinion being heard, eh, mm-hmm. that ain't great for democracy or free thinking in general. Even if you agree with what it is they're saying. Yeah. So you might be happy about this and hey, that's great. Yeah. But you shouldn't be happy about this. Yeah. So, and and for those of you who are uh, are nervous or not up on this, they did not buy the Fox Sports package. Right. They did not Correct. buy the Fox Broadcast Network, and they did because they couldn't, um, because they already own ABC. Uh, <laughs> and they couldn't buy, uh, and they did not buy the Fox News Channel. So no, John Hannity is not a Disney princess. Sorry. Well, not yet. Give him yeah, time. Man. Give it time. Come on. Give it time. But uh, as of right now, he is not. However. Uh, what's her face from Avatar is now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm now, sure Deadpool actual, somehow is a Disney princess now. Actual question, though. Yeah. Um, where does this put The Simpsons? Uh, that's a good question. I think Fox owns The Simpsons, but of course they're licensed to Universal for theme park purposes. Right. So it's it's going to be like the Marvel situation uh, in terms of you know the Marvel stuff being at the Universal Park. Um, that I think could be the most interesting of what, how the, you know, what, what shakes out of all of this is the fact that the Simpsons are now. Yeah. Kinda... But I don't think, I don't think anything changes. I would imagine the licensing deal is similar where as long as, uh, the stuff is still standing in the park, then universal mm-hmm. can still have it. Well, no, no, I, I, I mean, more oh, in terms of like of... a big, I, another big property that they now own. Right. And, you know, what what will come of it and things like that. Yeah, that's that's an interesting question, considering The Simpsons has at times been controversial over the years, like on and off. It's weird. They started out being controversial and then they became sort of they're the best example of a traditional family on television. And now a poo is a stereotype controversial again. Oh, I forgot to even mention that. Yeah, a poo is a stereotype. That's bad. (laughs) Everyone on that show is a stereotype. It's a cartoon. Yeah, well, That's what cartoons are. Are they are they now though? I don't I'm not saying whether they should be or not. I'm saying this is what they are. Yeah, all right, fair enough. That's all. I'm just pointing out that this is this that's the art form. Like maybe maybe the discussion needs to be had on whether it needs to change, but that that is what it is. You know, I mean Fat Tony is an Italian American stereotype and Groundskeeper Willie is Those a Scottish okay. stereotype and like, you know, Hans Moleman and Grandpa Simpson and all those guys are old people stereotypes and let's not even mention comic book guy. I, that's just an accurate depiction. <laughs> I mean, uh, isn't there truth in a lot of stereotypes? A tiny, tiny no. grain of salt. No. Like, it's awful, but even stereotypes, some well, tiny, a lot of stereotypes about white people are true. Well, you 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 bring up the typical stereotype of comic book guy, and that 
That is one hell of a great segue if there ever was one <laughs> to our next story. Yes. Um, so uh, we did get a bit of big news, speaking of Disney, uh, something that didn't get announced at Comic-Con but came out just a few days ago, and that is the official cast list for Star Wars Episode Nine. And yes, nerds, Star Wars is still going to be about the heroes you like. Uh, not only is Mark Hamill returning somehow uh, for episode nine, like there was any fucking doubt. Why are you people rejoicing about Mark Hamill being in this movie? Like there was any doubt Luke was going to be a fucking force ghost. Like Alec, we did it. Alec Guinness, who hated Star Wars, showed up in two more movies as a ghost. We did it. Yeah. They listened to our demands. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to get to that. <laughs> Billy D. Oh, Williams. Billy D. Williams is returning as Lando Calrissian for Episode Nine. So everyone who was worried about uh, what did they do to Lando? Where's Lando? Lando's in this, and no, he's probably not Finn's father. But who knows? Um, well, there there is a very limited options for Finn. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm just saying there aren't that many. You are uh, correct. There, there aren't yeah, too many right. people of color in the Star Wars universe. That's all I'm saying. You're not wrong. I don't need to say it, but I am you're saying, saying it. it. You're right. Um, and but also, and this was the big surprise, is that Carrie Fisher will be in Episode Nine, uh, mm-hmm. according to J.J. Abrams, who's directing this one. Uh, they're going to use fo- unused footage that they shot for Episode Seven for Force Awakens with Carrie to wrap up uh, General Leia's story. Uh, Basically, J.J. Abrams said in the press release, uh, they could not not figure out a way to properly end the Skywalker saga without her, and so uh, with her family's blessing, they're going to do it this way. So no CG. They're not recasting Meryl Streep as Princess Leia, you morons online. Um, (laughs) That was, oh my God, you don't know how many people were sharing that one on Facebook. Um, that's a good one. That's a, that's, that's some decent clickbait. Oh my right God. Like, it was like, basically the argument was, well, Meryl Streep played a version of Carrie Fisher in the movie of postcards from the edge. And they were good friends. And she would be the perfect actress to do that because she, no one would argue that she's not talented enough to do it. So this is, this is perfect. They're going to announce it soon. It's going to be announced right after Comic-Con. No, <laughs> just no for, for a million reasons. No, I, I really, I really appreciate that level of, we'll go with stick to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, we'll call it that. I would call it derangement, but <laughs> look, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It certainly is. But anyway, um, that's not happening. Instead, we are going to see, Previously shot unused footage of Carrie uh, as General Leia to end her story in some way uh, in episode nine. And yes, you heard me correctly. I was directly quoting J.J. Abrams when I said the end of the Skywalker saga, which is something that Lucasfilm has been saying for quite some time, is that episode nine will close the book on the Skywalker clan so that they can tell some stories about some other fucking people in this universe. Because good God. But Tom, what of my fan fiction? Yes. What then? What of your headcanon? What's going to happen? What of, what, of, what of that? So, as you alluded to earlier, Rick, 
<laughs> guess who? Guess who? Guess who's claiming responsibility for this non-terrorist non-attack? <laughs> I'm guessing some really sound people, good oh. people on both sides. Yeah. Tom. Yeah. Well, I see we talked about derangement, right? Yeah. <laughs> remake the Last Jedi. Morhans are claiming responsibility for uh, not only Mark Hamill returning in this movie, but Carrie Fisher being used in this movie, uh, saying that. Disney is the only one that has taken them seriously. Yes. And they've listened to their advice, such as bringing back George Lucas, retconning the last Jedi comic. How did George Lucas get brought back? I never read anything about that happening. Well, this is, this is the same thing that you and uh, you and the other schmuck on this show can't get enough of is uh, the idea that somehow the, the original director was not wrong the entire time. What? The the Snyder cut. Oh god. This is this is just that. It's like, well, if George Lucas was in charge, it wouldn't have been nearly as bad as this. <laughs> Release the Lucas cut. Oh, there is no Lucas cut. Oh, oh, really, Tom? That just sounds like what a Lucas truther would not say. Oh, here it is. Here's what they're they're talking about. There are rumors rumors that Disney is working with Lucas on episode nine and that he may be replacing Kathleen Kennedy as the head of Lucasfilm. Uh, no, not happening. You say that, but our write-in uh, program has worked gangbusters, so we disagree. Oh my God, this is so ridiculous. Is it? Well, here's the thing. It's, again, it's these stupid, unconfirmed reports the latest word in the rumor mill and such like that, like things like that, that they're saying, uh, there's no, no quotes, no legitimate sources to this information. It's people just saying, Oh, the rumor mill is saying that this is happening. No, the rumor mill is three guys on Twitter who are saying this, speculating about it, saying, wouldn't it be cool if, and you need clicks. So you write about it. (laughs) I do need my clicks though. My sweet, sweet clicks. It's ridiculous. A, George Lucas sold Lucasfilm for a reason. Because he's fucking done. He doesn't want to do this anymore. He's doing something else now. So, no, he's not coming back to run Lucasfilm. He's not producing Episode Nine. I wouldn't be surprised if they talked to him like they have on all the other movies to get his blessing or let him see it early or let him look at the script, especially because this is the end of the story he started. Uh, You know... Yeah, maybe they would, JJ would go to him and say, yeah, it'd be cool to get your blessing. But no, they're not bringing him in to do a fucking rewrite of the script. Come on. Of course, there are petitions to the contrary, because we all need petitions now. What am am I going to do if I can't petition these things? (laughs) Right, exactly. And the story they're talking about, about retconning the last Jedi comic, um, I don't think that happened either. Do you need it to? Uh, no, well, they're they're claiming responsibility for it, so now I need to debunk that, too, because I'm obsessed. <laughs> Maybe you're the one with the issue here. Oh, oh, there there isn't a doubt about that, I don't, I think. Oh, okay, well, fair enough. <laughs> oh, here it is. Uh, let's see. Nerdist is saying... Oh, the comic... 
basically expands on things that happened in The Last Jedi, which is what every movie adaptation, comic, and novel does. It's more, it's, there's always more that they didn't include in the final cut of the movie. So what? That doesn't mean they retconned it. <sighs> All right. So we've gone a long way to get to this. No remake The Last Jedi, people. They're not listening to you. They're just... They could be. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? We can't, you can't prove a negative, right? So <laughs> there you go. let's just put on this board. on Twitter. Get on board, Tom. It's time for you to stop naysaying. Oh, these, You're these, always with the naysaying. <laughs> Jack and Apes released a YouTube video about it, too. It's ridiculous. But they're basically what they're saying is, thank you for listening to us, and hopefully they'll use Luke in a way that is more true to his original character. Yes, yes, a 60-something-year-old man will once again become a whiny 20-year-old farm boy from a desert planet who cares only about going to Tashi Station to get power converters, because that is evidently the only thing you assholes will consider true to his original character. He's got to marry Sue the fuck out of it, yes, too. Don't forget. Yeah, and let's not forget, he's got to marry, somehow ghost marry the red-headed dark Jedi, like in the novels, and uh, have a son because the novels said that that would happen. So, headcanon. Gotta have headcanon. I feel like you're not giving them the opportunity to defend themselves. They show oh, righteously deserve I've invited them. them on this show. They have not responded. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I have invited them on the show. They're welcome to come on this show and defend themselves and talk about their vision. We'll, I'll give them a whole episode. They can talk for two hours about it. They're welcome to do so. And I will make sure they know it on Twitter as I've invited them once before. They're welcome to come on and we can have a nice discussion about it and talk all about it. And I'll tell them how fucking stupid they are. But uh, in the meantime, uh, even if, let's say even if, Disney listened to them and made these decisions because, according to them, so many fans have been calling for this. It's so the reason why Solo didn't make enough money, didn't make as much money as they thought, was because people were were protesting against the Last Jedi, and they've lost all these fans, half their fan base. That's not enough for you guys. They're still at, they're still saying that's not enough, and we need to remake the Last Jedi to fix all this. You can't just fix it all in Episode Nine. Which is it, man? Do you really care about Star Wars? Is if you really care I don't think about they ever cared. I, no, they don't. They, never they care about themselves and their Twitter account. Yeah, that's what they care about. I mean, there's um, I, I forget the young woman's. Well, yeah, I forget the young woman's name. Um, who she's playing Starfire in the Teen Titans movie, uh -huh. uh, TV show. Yeah. And she had to basically delete her Instagram oh, because of no. shit like this. Well, that's like like Kelly Marie Tran from Last Jedi and had yes. to delete yes. her Twitter because of stuff like that. You know, it's and it's on and on and on and on and on. And we'll get to another Twitter flap in a few minutes here. But um, if if Disney is doing what you want them to do, essentially trying to even okay, let's say. Disney is trying to fix the problems, all air quotes there, from Last Jedi in Episode Nine. Isn't that what you wanted in the first place? Isn't that what you wanted? You wanted Star Wars to be truer to the Star Wars you grew up with 40 years ago? Because God knows stories that go on and on for decades can't change ever. 
I mean, doesn't Superman still uh, juggle planets, and isn't he not able to fly, Rick? Well, he does have red underwear, Tom, so I yep. feel the Superman argument That's is now true. valid. We've now, <laughs> we've now gone back to that, because in comic <laughs> books, these guys win. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta give them what they want, or they'll stop spending that two ninety nine. Huh? Well, and the bet's the thing is nobody else spending it. <laughs> that's a discussion for another day. But if that's all you wanted, all you really wanted, then wouldn't you just be happy by this, happy with this, and just let's see what happens now in the movie? No, and you still are demanding that they let you give you the rights to Star Wars. A multi-billion dollar property so that you can independently remake a movie they already spent $200 million making and made about $850 million on. Now, is that not like, uh, not to get too weird here, but is that not the purest definition of uh, uh, privilege? (laughs) I suppose it is. It's definitely self-importance. I just, it, it, I'm thinking about this. And I'm just like, gee, I mean, like, come on, man. You really think that you're the guy? Like, you are the winner here? Honestly, you're the one who's going to write the ship? <sighs> like, if your idea is so good, then just write it and release it as fan fiction. Just do that. Do that. You're not going to get what you want. Like, no amount of my screaming and yelling on this podcast or asking you people to pledge money to finance my production of a Superman origin story is going to let Warner Brothers let me make a Superman movie. That's not how it's done. It's a good idea. Why? So you can run away to Tahiti with the pledges? I would not go to Tahiti, first of all. Okay, fine. Fine. Cleveland. Whatever. It wouldn't be Cleveland either. You you know goddamn well it's Toronto. (laughs) It won't be now. Yeah, yeah, no, it wouldn't be Toronto. Yeah, no. I'm going to go to not Toronto. It's it's definitely not Toronto, so... I feel like I might have given something away here. I don't know. The bottom line is, these guys need to just shut up. Just shut up. Let the people who are making Star Wars make Star Wars. Go, don't go. They don't care. Disney does not care. Because contrary to what you think, there are not, half Star Wars audience isn't lost, okay? It's not even close to that percentage. And even if there were, half of the half that lost would still go pay to see this movie so that they could hate on it because that's apparently what being a Star Wars fan is all about. It shows that you tried. (laughs) Apparently, yeah. In order to be a real DC fan, you have to demand the Snyder Cut. And in order to be a real Star Wars fan, you have to hate Star Wars. I'm actually okay with that. (laughs) One day, someone's going to have to explain the logic behind both of those things to me. Anyway, let's move on now, as I alluded to uh, some Twitter flap. And uh, we talked last time about James Gunn uh, being fired from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 uh, because of some old tweets that were brought to Disney's attention where he made uh, some beyond-the-pale jokes. There's no other way to say it. I mean, they're not jokes that I find, most people find funny and anyone would condone, but they're from a decade ago. Um, 
the entire cast of Guardians of the Galaxy uh, released an open letter today to Disney, signed by all of them, uh, asking that James Gunn be rehired to do Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Expressing their support for him, not their support for his comments, um, but that, that the person who wrote those tweets is not the person they know, and uh, saying they all want to work with him again. And it wasn't just signed by like a couple of the stars, the whole cast. Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Bradley Cooper, Vin Diesel, Dave Bautista, everybody signed it. That's great. I, I hate when my boss gets fired. I would prefer my boss not get fired. He was a good boss. I, there, there's no way that he gets rehired, right? No. No. I, 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 know, I know my conspiracy theory was laughed off the show, and rightfully so. <laughs> But rightfully so. James Gunn did something, whatever it was, to warrant this termination coming to him. I don't think what he did, what he was being fired for is what he actually got fired for. That's basically my whole argument. I think you're wrong there. But I also agree with you in that he ain't getting hired. Because... Disney doesn't want him on this job. They don't job want bad anymore. PR. Like it's not Whatever about him. Yeah. It's bad PR. It would be yeah. they they don't want to deal with this anymore. So the nope. cast said it's peace. This will now go away. As long as they ignore it, it will go away. And they'll make the movie and the movie'll do well and and that'll be the end of it. Like no one will talk about this again until the movie comes out and then it'll be a footnote in all of the articles about hey, the new Guardians is out. And that's it. Well, I, but if they rehire still, him, this story will continue all through production of this movie. You can't rehire you can't. him. It's imp- you can't. You just can't do it. And, and big ups on Disney, by the way, for completely ignoring and just sort of waving their hands at Bobcat Goldweight, who had a brilliant response to I, this. I thought that was really hysterical uh, because he's the voice of, of pain or panic. One of the one of the characters in Hercules and he's, his voice <clears throat> is in a new show at Disneyland in California. And so he said they ought to remove him for some of the jokes he's made. Um, and then remove his co-star James Woods, who's also in Hercules for some of the things he's said in the past. Yeah. Specifically about underage women, uh-huh. but Hey, you yeah. know, he's a conservative. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. The machine won't go after him. Um, no, 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 no. But can't do that. But yeah, I thought it was very funny of of Bobcat to be like, you should probably fire me too then. Well, and also one other person Disney really needs to have a a long, hard talk with and potentially terminate uh, terms with is uh, is Disney. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Really? I mean, we we mentioned this, but, uh, you know, Steamboat Willie. Well, (laughs) yeah. Song of the South. uh, they don't. They don't talk about Song of the South, but I'm not talking about Song of the South. I'm. I'm just. I can't look at a Siamese cat, Tom. Oh, I just. I can't do it because <laughs> when I look at a Siamese cat, that racist jingle comes to mind. <laughs> yeah, that thing from Lady and the Tramp. You know, if you wish, if you please, yeah. we are Siamese. I'm just saying. Yep. Yep. And there's plenty <sighs> like, of other I, ones. Oh, there's tons because. 
as the media has changed throughout the years, the what is considered acceptable, the Apu story, for instance, yeah, exactly. has changed. Apu was once applauded as a positive, a positive depiction of South Asian people on television, and now they're saying no, it's a racist stereotype. And you know what? They're they're probably right. They're probably we both right. That. They're probably yeah, but both they, right. That's that's the problem. Is as time changes, what is considered acceptable changes. Exactly right. Anyone who has studied any amount of uh, media history will recognize this fact. We used to smoke on the nightly news. Yeah. This was considered normal behavior. Yep. Right? Now it's not. Now it's not. So do I think what happened to James Gunn is fair? To an extent, yes. Do I think it was a political hit? To an extent, yes. But ultimately, this is the decision Disney made. And I, I stand by my thought. I don't know why Disney did this specifically because I wasn't there. But I don't think it has specifically to do with his tweets. I think they they just wanted him out for some reason, and this was a good a good enough reason as any. Plus, he was very outspoken and wouldn't keep his mouth shut. We'll never really know. Well, if Jack's ain't careful, they'll x him too. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? If oh, they're not. If Drax isn't careful, oh, they get rid yeah, of him too. I know. Dave Bautista has been the most outspoken of the entire cast about this and how unhappy he is with the decision. And yeah, they, they won't hesitate to cut him loose. No, no. Like it's, it won't even, it won't even take as long to think about as it did with James Gunn. And that was like the same day. So, um, yeah, he's, if, if he wants to be in the next movie, they're going to have to, figure that one this will have to be the end of it this this should be the last time we mention this story right and i think that's why the cast got together and did this because they're tired of having to answer questions about it um especially about whether they want him back or not and rather than each of them have to do it individually they were just like all right let's put this together and just get this out there and hopefully this will be over like you know it's win-win for them because a maybe it works and disney gives them what they want and he comes back and if not, B, this ends the story for now. Correct. Correct, correct. So it makes it makes total sense for them to do this, but if you're uh, one of those people hoping for James Gunn to get rehired and think this will do it, mm, I don't think so. I don't think so. And I... Guardians 3 will be different because of it, but not to say it's going to be not good or not as good or anything. Because, shit, it's Marvel. There's just varying degrees of watchable. <laughs> it's the truth. As long as it's not in humans, everybody's going to be okay. Oh, Thor the Dark World's pretty bad, but it's still watchable in parts. As long as it's not in humans. Did you ever watch it? Everything... Did you ever watch Inhumans? I didn't get through it. Okay, I didn't even try because I'd heard it was so bad. And I'm so far behind on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that forget it. But uh, speaking of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you've been watching yes, that. I do. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is one of my, uh, I guess, one of my guilty pleasures. I enjoy Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I enjoyed the first four seasons very much. And then Ghost Rider happened and things got weird in a hurry. <laughs> and, and, and I mean weird in a hurry because... The Ghost Rider season also started a trend now that we're seeing where it's two seasons in one. So it starts out as the Ghost Rider season, but then it becomes the life model decoy season two. 
Man, this show got weird. Wait, man. Who's the life model decoy? Uh, there was a lot of them. Oh, okay. I mean, everybody okay. was a life model decoy. Of course. Like, you know, Cylons everywhere. Oh, like that. Yeah. We don't have the rights to the scrolls, or they're using them in Captain Marvel, so we're going to do life model decoy. And then, like, everybody got jacked into the framework, which is essentially like a, a, a bullshit version of the Matrix, but with everybody's greatest... It was so weird. So, like, everybody's greatest um, wish became fulfilled so for like uh colson he was a school teacher but somehow everyone's greatest wish getting fulfilled so they won't wake up from the framework meant that uh shield doesn't exist so that hydra does <laughs> okay it, it 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 got more drama than for your mama and then this season we started the season with uh, the, the, the crew getting teleported into the future, Tom. The future. Oh, wonderful. And figuring out how they need to get back in time because they, the Earth was, was distraught and they got to fix the broken Earth and all this. And then there's the time paradoxes and, and then uh, a principal character dies. But don't worry, that principal character also is a time traveler in some aspects. So there's... The, the issue of the time paradox and the other per- part of that person is trapped in time and maybe they can go get the... Per- oh, geez, just... Kang. Do we meet Kang? Oh, we don't meet Kang, but they really effed up the uh, <laughs> the Krees. The Krees are now like... The Krees are like... They're multicolored instead of just being one and it's and each color represents like a different warrior faction. What? And, oh, it, oh, I mean, we saw a Kree. There was a Kree in the first Guardians. What's his name? Was the, the villain in the first Guardians is a Cree? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's more of that where like he has multicolor facial oh, things. Geez. Some are lighter blue. Some, one guy is blue and like speckled with like white, and oh, he's like a he's like a Dalmatian. And uh, it's um, and then we get back to the past or, or current time, and and shit goes south, and then and then Glenn Talbot, poor old Glenn Talbot. Glenn Talbert, who is a Hulk villain, who, if you're not familiar, he's he's basically lower tier um, Thunderbolt Ross. Uh, he's he's sort of been a mainstay. And if you don't know, Tom, Glenn Talbert is uh, uh, one of the guys from Heroes. He was uh, he was one of the two brothers. Oh, really? From he was played by uh, yeah. uh, Adrian Pazdar. Uh, no, the other one. Wait, the younger one, the one who's on This Is no, Us. No, the older one. Yeah, the, the older one, one Adrian older Pazdar. One. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That Nathan him. Petrelli. Him. Nathan Petrelli, thank you. Yes, he uh, he becomes Graviton. Ah, yeah. You've got the three uh, the three circles on his chest and everything, looking like Meteor Man. <laughs> Meteor Man. <laughs> and uh, and the only reason why I find this at all interesting, honestly, is because way way back when uh, when Disney first bought Marvel, the first thing they did was they created an animated series for the Avengers. Uh, I think it was um, Earth's Mightiest Heroes yep. was the name of the show. And it was a cartoon, and I watched the first episode because I was like, "Wow, Disney owns Marvel. What are what are they gonna do to the Marvel character? They don't have access to any of the cool characters because at the time they they hadn't thought of it." So the first villain of the uh, cartoon was none other than the most powerful, most dangerous super mutant of all time, or uh, well, no, not super, villain of all time because you can't say mutant. Oh right, it was it was it was Graviton. Graviton was the first uh, the first thing the mightiest heroes ever fought. 
So we've come full circle now, Tom, and I think uh, I think Agents of Shield can go away. I think we're <laughs> I think we're good. Well, it just barely got picked up for another season because the ratings were way down this past year. Um, and you know what happens when uh, shows jump in time? Generally, it means there's going to be cast changes because contracts are up. Yeah, no, don't worry, none of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let me guess, stuff got messed up, but everything's now back to status quo by the end of the season. We're all good, baby girl. We're all good. <laughs> so has it tie? Has it gotten any better at tying into the movies at all? Well, see, that's sort of the problem, Tom. Is the first couple of seasons you had to watch it because it matched with the movies. Well, sort of. Like, I mean, yeah, it was kind of like you didn't need to watch it because I understood the movies without it. But yeah, it was a companion piece. Like you could, they existed in the world, and they were it was sort of like side things affected by what happened in the movies. Right, right. And Lady Sith even like showed Sith up one up. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Fury shows up one time. I mean, the biggest, so, okay, spoilers for a show that came out last year? Um, the big bad, Graviton, is trying to get more power because he is trying to defeat a new nemesis who has come to the Earth. Okay. Guess. Guess who? Um, Thanos? That is correct. Ah, okay. Graviton is trying to fight Thanos. Never, never quite get there no, because, because uh, of the whole finger snap thing. Well, before that, um, there's a uh, developments. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how they're going to handle next next season now with uh, you know half the world being dead. Cancel it. I don't know. I just can. throw it on the scrap heap. <laughs> yeah, I know you think they should, but it's coming back. But it's not coming back till after the new year. So it's not going to be back in the fall. It's going to be like a mid-season kind of thing. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. Let's let's do what we can to not have this well, show on TV. I wonder. I wonder if that has something to do with the tie-in to what happens at the end of Infinity War, because there are rumors now that uh, the release date of Avengers Four is being moved up from May to April. Uh, so maybe they're going to release Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. close to the release of Avengers 4 so they don't have to deal with a lot of the fallout of half the world dying. Well, you know, it, it, when given the option of do we do a, a genocide episode or no? <laughs> you, you, gen <laughs> you wait for sweeps to do the genocide episode. Everyone knows this. This is this is 101, you know. <laughs> That's the episode that comes on after the Super Bowl's over. <laughs> Just ask the Inhumans how that went. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. So speaking of asking, Rick, I have a question for you. Oh god. And you should have 2 weeks of this pent up now because we skipped over it last week. Yeah. What's pissing you off? Uh you're going to be mad at me. When am I not? No, fair enough. Orlando is pissing me <laughs> off. Oh, this ought to be good. I, I love this city as, as you and I both, well, maybe, I don't know. I've adopted this city. This is my home. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Here. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I came here for school and then I never left like HPV. As much as they tried. So, <laughs> 
<laughs> like to cure HPV. Um, oh, they have a shot now. <laughs> There's still no but vaccine sometimes... for Rick. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I am the thing that goes Ugh, in the oh, night. Uh, I love this city, but goddamn. Um, the ultimate I-4 project is designed to make the I-4 highway more accessible while also somehow lining the pockets of European businessmen. I'm not quite sure of the <laughs> logistics. <laughs> I'm not quite sure of the logistics. However, I do know one thing for sure. Today, while coming home from the gym, there were one, two, three, four major car accidents on I-4 in a stretch of highway that takes me normally 15 minutes, took me exactly half an hour. Four different accidents. One dude was in a Jeep. His wheel was off, Tom. He was in the middle of the road. <laughs> his fucking wheel was no... He had three of the four attached. When it rains in this city, and it rains all the goddamn time in the summer, the I-4 might as well... You might as well just pull out a machine gun and just start firing randomly into cars because the same thing will be accomplished. That that highway is coming to a fucking stop. It is gonna happen. There is no way around it. Agree or disagree? <laughs> yeah, agree. <laughs> and it's just, it's maddening. It's just bloody maddening. This is the lifeblood of this fucking city is I-4. You get, you take it from Altamont all the way to Kissimmee and all points in between and every, every inch of it is considered Orlando, right? Yeah, for the most part, I guess. I mean, you're talking about from the I-4 eyesore all the way to goddamn Disney. And and there is not a day goes by that that stretch of highway isn't basically a Mad Maxian disutopian future. Oh, yeah. It's just... It's true. And it'll be that way for a couple more years while they make this whole, you know... It got pushed back to 2022! Oh, so four more years now. Um, well, they had the... They... They had an idea that everyone thought was good at the time, which was, we're going to do it all at once. We're going to spend a lot of money and throw a lot of people at this and do the whole thing at one time. So it'll, instead of starting at one end and working our way, and I get why, because they're adding extra lanes, toll lanes in the middle, so that if you want to bypass some of the traffic and go quicker, you pay a toll, like they do in South Florida in some places. Um... Yeah, that, that money goes to European banks. That's what I was getting at. Yeah, I know. I, I figured that was what you were getting at. Um, but, uh, and I could see why doing it in stages would be difficult because then you've got to keep building all these temporary ramps for the toll lanes to merge back into the regular traffic instead of just building it the way it's going to eventually be and leaving it that way. Um, but instead, while yes, it'll be great once it's all finished at the same time, it basically means the whole fucking city is ripped up to shreds for five years. Like seven. By the time it's all over, you're probably right. Well, they already said that they've lost 200 days due to like hurricanes yeah. and bad weather. <laughs> That's almost a year right there. Good God. <sighs> fucking city. Tom. Yes, Rick. What's pissing you off? My car, Rick. My car is no, no, off. no, no, no. I love my, I love my 07 Volvo. It has treated me well low these, <laughs> low these 11 years and 168,000 miles. And, uh, 
I'm playing I'm playing a game of uh did, did you ever play um Oh my gosh, I forgot the name of it now, but it's a it was a uh like a Japanese game for the Nintendo DS where you were like a surgeon and you had to tap and do surgeries like stop aneurysms and tumors and things real quick before they exploded while you had the patient open. I don't remember the name of it, but it was very frustrating. Sounds like Operation, but it I was, hear you. It was like Operation, but it was a video game. And it caused me to scream in silence on an airplane because I had headphones in and didn't realize what was going on. Um. Anyway, I'm playing this game with my car now. First, the transmission went at the beginning of this year, and that got replaced. I think I told that story. Yes. So then... Uh, the alternator, which was the original alternator, was bound to wear out. It wore out. So, replace that. Now, after I replaced that, and I had done some work on the suspension earlier in the year, because replaced some things that were worn, right? But the car mm-hmm. needed an alignment, and I never got around to going and getting the alignment done after working on the suspension. Replaced the alternator, and immediately after replacing the alternator, I start having electrical problems. If you're not familiar with what an alternator does, an alternator has to do with the electrical system in your car. So I start getting this issue where in the middle of driving, if I turn a certain way, all of the lights on the dashboard will just wink out and then immediately come back on. Like It's like the car shuts off or stalls (laughs) for the blink of an eye and then comes back. Safe. Right. Safe. Right. So doing all kinds of research, trying to figure out, trying to avoid going to the dealership to have this checked out because just to have it checked out is like $150. Just to have them tell me what's wrong. Not to have them fix it, just to have them tell me what's wrong. So doing all this research, uh, fixing little things here and there, trying to figure it out. Okay, there's a loose wire to the computer. All right, that helped a little. But now the car is hard to start. Now, now it struggles to start, and when it does, sometimes it still winks out while I drive it. <laughs> so I take it to a mechanic who specializes in Volvos, and they tell me, all right, we got all the trouble codes out of the computer. The only thing that keeps coming back up is you're missing, there's a sensor going bad uh, on the top of the engine. And it was a relatively uh, inexpensive fix. So I'm like, all right, fix that. Well, that fixed the hard starting problem. And I thought it fixed everything because the car was good for like several days, like almost a week. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe this is good. And then I kept winking out. So now, and now I'm getting warning lights about the anti-skid system. Oh, God. <laughs> right, which is not something you want to have uh, be bad on wet Florida roads in the summer. <laughs> so I find out that the car needing an alignment is messing with, probably messing with, the anti-skid sensors because the sensors they basically figure tell the car uh what angle and things your wheels are tilted at to determine whether you're in a skid and so if your car's out of alignment then those sensors are off and they keep telling your computer we're skidding cut the power to the engine even though you're not so i get the alignment and everything's working fine for a few days and now it fucking started again and i don't know what it is <laughs> i've fixed I, everything i, I have I, I have a theory. I know what your theory is, but tell me. I think I know what the problem with your car Pretend is. Pretend I'm stupid and tell me, but I know what you're going to say. So um, you started this conversation by explaining that 
your favorite 2007 yeah. car. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. It's the 7, Tom. Yeah, I know. That's I the know. problem. But see, it's a European car, and they were supposed to run forever if you change the oil in them correctly. And I've done that. Tom. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid it's not of. Your fault. Well, I'm afraid of. It's not your fault, Tom. Thanks. Thanks, man. It's not your fault. Shut up, man. Stop it. It's not your fault. Stop Tom. it, man. Don't do this. <laughs> it's not your fault. Don't. You better fucking stop it. It's time to get a new car, uh, Tom. Yeah, well, that's what I'm concerned about. I'm thinking that the computer is going bad, and if the computer is going bad, that is a several thousand dollar repair. And the car is only worth several thousand dollars. <laughs> so I got to figure out what the hell it is I'm going to do. <laughs> but it's frustrating because it has soaked up so many days of my life because I take it to the shop during the day. And it's like, well, the diagnostics going to take a while because we got to sort through all these codes in the computer. So that was like five hours sitting in the waiting room at the mechanic. And then getting the alignment, it was like, yeah, we're really busy today and uh, we got to do your tire rotation and the alignments on Volvos are really intricate. So it's going to take, and it took like five hours of waiting and sitting and waiting. So it's just, it's just been a lot of, a lot of my time, a lot of my time (laughs) and I need the car. I need to have a car. (sighs) It's not your fault, Tom. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm concerned that it is. That's my concern is that, Something when we replaced the alternator set all of this cascade of shit in motion. So I got a good buddy of mine, real good buddy of mine. He tools around in a 1997, like La Sabre or some <laughs> shit. Okay. Okay. That he is pretty much rebuilt from the ground up twice. Sure. Okay. It has half a million miles on it. That's fantastic. Yeah. He did great. The other day, uh, <laughs> The other day, it shit out on him in the middle of the highway for no reason. So he had to pull off real quick, and he's fine. He got the car where it needed to go. He got it going again. But for whatever reason, it just shit out on him. Just like that was it, you know? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Car's running fine again all of a sudden. It's like, I don't know what the damn problem is. I, you know, it runs great. It did it. Car is 25 years old, man. <laughs> That car is going to be voting for the next president. Like that. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> yeah. Machines have a lifespan. They do. They do. They do. But this leads me to a follow up question. Ah, yes. What did you learn this week, Tom? <laughs> I learned that a diagnostic at Volvo costs $150. But no. <laughs> <laughs> I, learned, I learned that my wife is very often a comedic genius. No. I will explain. And it ties into something we talked about earlier in the show, actually. So we got some new furniture in the bedroom, moved some other things around. And so we decided that uh, we're going to, instead of having like a folding door on our closet, we wanted like a regular door with a knob and stuff. Right? So okay. easy peasy, no problem. My dad's a real handy dude, knows his way around tools and such. And uh, he's like, yeah, I can install the door. No big deal. So he comes over, and while I'm out for the day, uh, probably getting my car fixed, um, he's installing the door. So we get home, and the door's great, works great. You know, I've got to, but there's like, he had to, in order to get the door in the right spot, he had to move the door way over a little bit. So I've got to repaint 
you know, there was, I still had to do a little work. I had to paint the door cause the door comes, you know, on primer color from the hardware store and whatever. So my dad did all the hard work and then we had to do like all the little shit work afterwards just to get it to be normal. <laughs> and so, um, my wife comes home and she looks at the door and, and she's like, uh, she's like, this is, this is great. This is great. I'm like, well, we still have a lot of little work we have to do this weekend, um, but we can probably knock it out. It took us a few days because of various bullshit, but <laughs> she's like, I'm going to react to this in the, in the real star Wars fan way. And just be grateful that we have a door now instead of being the ungrateful star Wars fan way and complaining about all of the things that aren't fitting in with my head vision for what the door should have been in the first place. <laughs> And I said, honey, I'm stealing that and I'm using it on the show. That is, that is, that is good. Yeah. I'm grateful we have a door now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There was a door where there wasn't one before, and we never thought we were going to have one there. So I'm grateful. Instead of bitching about how it's not the door I had in my head in the first place. Rick, what did you learn this week? I learned a great many things this week, Tom. Well, that's good. Uh, so much you learning catching up today. um i did i did i i learned uh, i learned a lot at jujitsu i learned a lot with my buddies but the one thing i learned is that i can absorb an intense amount of seawater into my body oh god what happened so uh yesterday was one of my uh, one of my good buddies birthday party his, his birthday was technically saturday but uh, a bunch of us got together and we decided we were going to make the drive up to jacksonville beach which is where he lives uh, and basically, like taking a day at Jacksonville and then shoot back down to Orlando, yeah, a day trip. Yeah. Does Jacksonville still smell? Sorry, side question. I um, did not go into Jacksonville proper. Okay. Would not go into Jacksonville proper. <laughs> you refused. I, uh, I I I was turned away at the door and respectfully agreed. As well, so, you should uh, be. Right. Jacksonville Beach is not Jacksonville. Like it's much different. There's like. <laughs> You go over a bridge and then everything's solemn and gray and terrible. You go over another bridge and everything's light and cheery and there's a salt life place. It's great. <laughs> okay, great. So my buddy, uh, my buddy Steve, who has been desperately trying to turn me into a real adult man for a long time now. He's the guy who got me into like camping and going out and like gathering my own food supplies oh, and Lord. things like that. No, just, you know, cool, like, checkbox shit. Like, did you spend a night under the stars? Check. <laughs> Have you figured out how to pitch your own tent? Check. Nothing I'm ever really going to need in my life. You watch a video on the internet to pitch a tent, couldn't you? Oh, wait. You mean like a real tent? Okay. Did I lose you? <laughs> Sadly, No. <laughs> juvenile joke alert juvenile joke <laughs> alert i was just saying to see if i could stare a hole through you through my phone that would be like... a miracle sir <laughs> anyway but why do i get the feeling the textbook for these sorts of courses is the worst case scenario survival guide god damn it anyway it was my weekend to learn how to paddle board surf oh boy um i i've tried paddle boarding before on a river it didn't go so well but i figured out that if i like sit on my butt i can paddle board pretty well it's basically <laughs> like a flat canoe really if there's anything you can't do sitting on your ass did you do is it even worth doing i mean are you saying like 
all? Are you saying you, like the universal you, or me specifically? Either one, both. I think both apply. Both Um, applies. So so my buddy Steve and my buddy Billy, they're telling me, all right, this is how you do this. You want to attach the board to your ankle. Okay, now show me, you know, like fall. Okay, when you fall, fall away from the board, blah, 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 blah. So um, we get out into the water, and I get on this thing, and you basically like slide on it like a seal, and you just lay in there on your belly. And then you get up on your knees, and then ultimately the goal is, of course, to stand up and use the, the, the paddle to paddle around and catch a couple of waves. And uh, these guys are very good at it. Uh, my buddy Matt was doing it, too. And it, it looks really cool when they catch waves. It's pretty, pretty sweet. Okay. Can I ask a question as somebody who's ignorant of this? Yeah. What do you do with the paddle once you catch the wave? Uh, you you can either hold on to it to help you balance, or you can actually like steer on oh. the wave with the paddle. Okay, cool. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so as you may imagine, uh, it took many attempt for me to try and raise up onto the paddleboard. And uh, at one point, I had fallen off. Uh, shocking, <laughs> but I had sort of gotten pushed around into the breakers. Do you know what the breakers are, Tom? Um, let's pretend I don't. The breakers are the parts of the ocean where the waves just crash over and over and over and over again. And if you've never been to Jacksonville Beach, they actually have some decent waves. You know, six, seven, eight foot waves. Nothing nothing you can't circumnavigate pretty easily or just sort of jump over. But if they crash on you, they crash at about five and a half or six feet constantly. Tom, how tall am I? You're right around six feet. So these waves are crashing in my face. <laughs> Uh, that's not the first time stuff like that's been flying in your face is it there's been lots of frothy white stuff shot in my face yes thank you tom you you did do fraternity rush thank you thank you i you went to a lot of our parties um so (laughs) none that were like that though (laughs) you fell asleep oh Um, anyway yeah yeah that that memory will resurface someday (laughs) um so deep hypnosis (laughs) <laughs> so I've got this board attached to my foot. I'm trying to get back on it, but I'm in the breakers. And my buddy Steve's like trying to like swim over to me because I don't understand what's happening. I'm never, this is, this is over, right? I'm never getting back on this board where I am. I'm just going to keep sucking in buckets of seawater. I'm not going to go anywhere. <laughs> Finally, I, I get really frustrated. And I, for whatever reason, I think if I put the board in front of me, I could like, guide it over the wave but i do it parallel like parallel not vertical and it just smashes right into my <laughs> face why isn't there video of this for the website <laughs> and, and my buddy's like, oh my god are you okay i'm like ah, i take worse at gym i'm fine but i was just so goddamn frustrated <laughs> eventually i got out of the breakers he told me you know you're never gonna succeed here not at your level like you got to get somewhere where the water's calm and then you can belly slide onto the board again and try. Uh, but yeah, I'm pretty sure I, uh, I had at least two or three gallons of seawater in my stomach mm. before it was all said. Good and done. God. Burping up seawater. Oh, for two days Nasty. now, Tom, it's not been oh. fun. <laughs> like an old fisherman. <laughs> there I was. The giant shark <laughs> was clearly in my sights. <laughs> and I was, Writing for the bugle, letting them know that uh, that Sammy Sosa was coming to bed. <laughs> it was me, the ocean, and only my Addy Joss rookie card to protect me <laughs> from the brain. There I deep. was. There I was. 
fishing with David Justice, <laughs> asking him about his recent scent in the Dominican leagues. <laughs> Farewell and adieu, you old Spanish ladies. Farewell and adieu, you ladies of Spain. <laughs> Tom, if people want to um, interact with I us, I can't imagine why fashion, they would. <laughs> neither can I. I didn't add that part. At this point, really, it's, it's, it's we're just we're just two people with dementia. <laughs> we should run for office. Um, <laughs> we have to tweet more first. <laughs> I'm not good at that. I, I don't know how to be racist. Tom, if if they want to, though, what is the easiest way to find us? Well, you can find us on Twitter, at those two jerks. Make sure you spell out the word two, the number, T-W-O, that version of two. Um, <laughs> you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash those two jerks. Make sure to click like on the page so you get... All of the latest updates about the show, the latest episodes, you get some news. Rick, if people want to email us, because evidently the uh, the segment of the population that gets our jokes still uses email, how can they do that? <laughs> well, they just got on Facebook, too. So exactly. They've got a, they've got a couple exactly. of really interesting articles they found they... on freedomeagle.gov. So. <laughs> You know, eat. you can't hold your cell phone in your hand while you drive in Florida anymore. It's a new law. Now, you can get pulled over. Interestingly enough, I read online that if your phone is out of juice, you can still <laughs> dial 911 on it. <laughs> and if you type in your, your pin backwards at the ATM, the, the, it'll know to shred your card because you're being attacked. <laughs> Oh, my God. Getting ready for their 70th elementary school reunion. <laughs> now, you got to go to this website I found called ScreamingVictory.org. <laughs> anyway, they can email us and you can email us uh, at those two jerks at gmail.com. Of course, spelling out T-W-O for two. And God knows if you still need that update at this point. Where have you been for three goddamn years? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fair point, Rick. You can also call us and leave a voicemail if you have uh, something to contribute to the discussion because, goddammit, we can't create all this content. We need some help. <laughs> <laughs> or if you want to be on the show, but Tom decides at the last minute, no, I don't want to talk about soccer, you can try calling in as well. Wait a minute. Wait a second. All right. First of all, <laughs> that guy never called. Second of all... Second of all, that was not yet never got set up. What are you talking about? Blaming me for something I didn't even know about. Well, you did throw me under the bus at the start of the show, so I figured This is like this is like Bush doing 9-11. I'm too ignorant to have done this. <laughs> That's right, I'm the Dick Cheney of the show, everybody, and now you know the rest of you're, the story. You're a dick, all right. That's yeah, for sure. You. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but you can call us and leave a voicemail. 32176-JERKS. All that information is available at our website, those2jerks.com. And uh, if you feel like, you know, supporting the show or sporting that awesome logo by the incredible Mr. Limpet oh, out God there in sake. public. <laughs> Just giving away the man's gimmick. Where's the mask? <laughs> Fish mask. Anyway, <laughs> go to tpublic.com, search for those two jerks. You'll find our store. 
You can get some really cool t-shirts or mugs or phone cases, all kinds of different things with that awesome T2J logo. So when you're walking through the mall, that's what kids still do, right? <laughs> no, not even a little bit. <laughs> When you're, when you're at, at your home, land party or I don't <laughs> land party. <laughs> yeah. When you go to the land party or was there a club? They go to a team. Is there a team club now? I don't know. The, <laughs> the skating rink. Do you go to skating rinks? I I feel very terrible for your son. <laughs> <laughs> if your school doesn't have uniforms yet, you can sport this really cool t-shirt in the hallways and have people stop you and say, T2J, is that a liquor or tobacco slogan? Because if it is, you're being written up. And then you can say, no, it's this cool podcast I listen to, Principal Skinner. Jesus Christ. You would like Do it. We need to make jokes about old-timey baseball minutes. players. I'm just, I'm just wondering if we should just, just cut. Like, oh, we lost, we lost Tom for the last 10 minutes of the show. It's a mess. Yeah, it's like an MMA segment. Oh, <laughs> I, I think I think I'm broken now. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I broke Rick. <laughs> which is the which is actually the impromptu end of the show is when Rick has finally had it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. This is this is Rick's Rick's torture. When he says uncle, the show's over. <laughs> uncle. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. For the Sussman, Rick Sussman, I am the Tom Alexander and. Until I get some references that existed beyond 1998, (laughs) we will remain those two jerks. See you next time.